Welcome to Succeed Intentionally with your host, success coach Mo Davis. I'm excited for what you're about to learn in this particular podcast. And I can't say it's my favorite because all of them are pretty much my favorite, but I guarantee you'll find something that you're missing in this one. All right, enjoy. Welcome back to the next episode of Succeed Intentionally with Monique Davis. I'm your host, success coach Monique Davis, and I'm so excited to be able to share another podcast with you guys. This has been such an amazing journey. I'm telling you, it's like I can't even explain, okay? I really can't explain how much, um, how this has basically helped me. And I know that some individuals have responded to me and and given me some feedback on how this podcast has helped them as well. So we're, we're in good business. As long as we're helping each other, I think that's what it's about. And that leads us actually to our next power of intentional success. So of course, we're going over every power, the seven powers of intentional success. And we went over the first power being self care. The second power being home success. And the third power um, is collaboration. <laughs> so I'm so excited about it. And especially this episode because it's very near and dear to my heart. I feel like I say that about each and every one of them because it, they really are. Like every single episode has been near and dear to my heart so far. But I am beyond excited about this one and I was thinking, I am so glad that I'm over that icky cough and flu that was terrorizing my home for the last couple of weeks, and it's time for another podcast, so my life can't get any better, right? (laughs) All right, so again, we're laying out the foundation of the seven powers of intentional success, and the third power is collaboration, or what I like to call divine connections. And while I was just thinking about this episode and and prepping in my my prep time, I thought about my life and I enjoy my solitude like a whole lot. But one thing that I noticed is all I had at one time in my life was solitude. I'm talking about even as a married woman, I would appear on the outside to everyone else to be this social butterfly but the truth was I despised going out unless I was with my husband and even then I wanted to go show my face and run home (laughs) I realized one thing I just was I wasn't always like that I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute, I wasn't always that type of person. I was, I used to be the life of the party. I used to have fun creating relationships and having great friends. I would just meet friends anywhere and everywhere. I just, I enjoyed um, speaking to people, talking to individuals and asking questions and learning more about them. And this is my younger, younger, early 20s. But I know in my life, I've, I've experienced a lot. I mean, after betrayals and backstabbing friendships and just these really crazy changes in my inner circle, 
I was just exhausted at, at one point in my life at the idea of creating a friendship, let alone business collaborations. So I began to be the no person. I was the no woman, okay? No matter what. <laughs> I was always saying no. Like, do you want to? No. <laughs> my husband would say, well, such and such would like you to know. <laughs> it even spilled in my career. When I was working a nine to five, I would be the last person at one of my um, positions previously to do anything, to volunteer, to do anything additional with my time. Everything was a no. And so I continued to do that for a while. And then I noticed that I was being overlooked for promotions and I was not included in certain emails anymore. And I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder why they didn't ask me. You know, but I did know internally why they didn't ask me. They were tired of the no. So one day I was digging in my word and I came across a scripture about iron, iron sharpening iron. Okay. And I read the scripture a million times before, but the difference is I actually listened to it. I actually received it in my spirit and I actually understood it this time. It's basically two powerful or strong entities can come together to make each other better. I mean, there may be some head bumping, you know, <laughs> in order to sharpen, you got to kind of, you know, hit it pretty hard, right? But you'll be sharpened and so will the other person. So the other thing um, that came right around that same time was when I read this article about Shonda Rhimes. And if you don't know Shonda Rhimes, she is the creator of Grey's Anatomy as well as Scandal with uh, Miss Olivia Pope, <laughs> Carrie Washington. And um, so she's this powerhouse woman. And she was talking about in, in her book, she was talking about going from a woman who had just had a divorce and was raising her kids and got laid off and some other things that were happening. I, I don't want to quote it because I can't remember verbatim, but she was speaking about how much she said no. <laughs> so she decided that she would say yes for one whole year. And then her life changed for the best. And she's now Shonda Rhimes, this million dollar lady who is one of the top you know, executives over um, at ABC. So what did that do for me? That told me that I need to start saying yes. <laughs> Some of my dreams weren't coming true. Some of the things that I really wanted to come to fruition weren't happening. And I was just like, what is going on? And I knew it was me, but I didn't know what. And I decided, okay, I'm going to try this wacky concept I don't really like the thought of it, but I'm going to try it, okay? And so I tried it. And my husband, who always, always, like, he never gives up. He is definitely a resilient man. And we had this this really great uh, couple that they were both, they were married as well. And they owned a business. And they knew my husband prior to me even knowing my husband they were friends with him for years before I met him and they would always ask us to go out different places and things like that and of course the no girl the no woman was always saying no <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just I'm thinking about some different situations where my husband didn't even finish the sentence I said no <laughs> no no thank you <laughs> 
So anyways, so he was um he was having a conversation with them and they're they're like uh celebrity photographers, fashion stylists and um image directors for like major magazines and they they run in, in some really great circles and I didn't care about that. I had been there, done that in my life. I just just didn't want to create the relationship. I didn't want to um even try, right? I just and and really and this is the truth of the matter. The 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 desire um was just not there because of the rejection and because of the hurt and the disappointment that I had felt in previous relationships that I had got allowed to get close to me. And so here here they are again and I think at this point I'm like I'm pretty sure they're done asking. As I mean, we say no way more times than we say yes. So I'm pretty sure they're not going to ask anymore, right, For about anything. Well, I guess that was not the case. I guess my husband may have mentioned my name. And he's, again, this resilient man who I guess he just wanted to do it. I don't know. So he says, uh, well, they ask him, we really need someone for this shoot to do xyz blah 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 and so he mentions my name they ask me because I had read the article about Shonda Rhimes I was saying to myself okay 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 let's try this out let's try to be the yes woman not the no woman okay or the no girl really um because the mindset is a totally different thing so anyways I said yes before he really even asked me a question he goes hey you know um the couple they'd like for you to they have an opportunity and I said okay sure he was stunned for like two minutes and he laughed and he's like are you sure I'm I didn't finish the statement I'm like yeah definitely yeah I I, want to do I want to you know collaborate with them he's like oh my goodness well let me tell you about it and so he tells me about it when I tell you this is so crazy how God works. First and foremost, anyone who knows me knows that I love gospel music. I love inspirational music. I love hip hop gospel. I love anything that is glorifying God, but in like a really cool way, right? And no matter if it's like a praise song, dance song, worship song, whatever. How about this couple had the opportunity for for me to interview some of the top, oh my goodness, some of the top recording artists in the gospel industry that I actually love and I listen to, right? And I was like, wait, I'm supposed to do what? And Todd Dulaney, Travis Green, um, I think, was it, is it Ricky Bell? Yeah, Ricky Bell from New Edition and his wife, they had this really pretty inspirational song. So, I got a chance to interview these awesome, amazing individuals just simply off of a yes. Just simply off of me being like, okay, sure. And that was my game changer moment. That was God telling me or showing me collaboration is powerful. And if you're intentional, If you're intentional with your collaboration, if you know that the individuals that are asking for collaboration are not crazy people, they're not trying to hurt you or harm you, they don't mean you any 
bad or malicious intent. It is totally positivity. It is totally helping us or each other go to another level in their business or friendship or relationship or whatever it could be then it's okay. It's okay for a collaboration. That doesn't mean they have to be best friends with me. That doesn't mean I have to do every single thing that they ask me to do every single time. But it just means that my mind is open. My mind and my thought process is no longer thinking, oh no, someone may hurt me. Oh no, someone may not do right by me. Oh no, someone may take advantage of me and my talent or my skill set or mishandle or misuse me. No, it's simply a yes because you want to see more about, you want to maybe talk more about the, uh, the opportunity. Sometimes a yes doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to do it, but more of a yes of, hmm, let me hear a little bit more about it. Let, yeah, let's set some time off. Um, let's say tomorrow at two and let's talk about it. Or let's set some time uh, to, to chat more about what your vision is for me or what you desire for me or what your most optimal outcome would be for this business arrangement or this, even this friendship. You know, I was talking to a girlfriend and I'm telling you, this girl changed my life as well. And I can't wait to interview her. She's amazing, amazing, amazing. I absolutely adore her. But um, I was talking to her. Her name is Tyra Baruti, And she's also my wealth coach. And she goes to me. She says um, she really you just had the, the urge to, to call me. She said she doesn't really you know, necessarily talk to different new people like that and and her circle is rather small and you know I told her I definitely feel the same way like we are probably on the the same um, wavelength as it relates to new relationships right and she was just telling me what God had on her heart to really connect with me and I told her I said I feel the same way I really I really naturally did feel the same way about her but again that whole thought process of the past and the different hurts that that I had gone through and the thing is if you never step out on faith how do you really know what faith is right so you you can read the word faith you know you understand that the hope is the substance of faith of, you know, uh, of the, of the, the evidence of things unseen, right? So, so you know that it's, you know what the, the concept of faith is, but how do you activate it? It's by saying yes. It's by collaboration. You may fail, right? There may be a collaboration that is completely wrong for you, but wouldn't it be so much better if you at least tried? You know that saying, nothing beats a failure but a try? I believe that is the most on-point saying there is besides Romans 8.28. But nothing beats a failure but a try. And then if you try and you fail, you still didn't fail. You still win because Romans 8.28, <laughs> which is one of my favorite verses, it says, all things work together for the good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So that means that even if I lose, I win. You know what I mean? Like, even if this collaboration doesn't work, even if this person is crazy, even if this relationship doesn't pan out, even if we don't get the revenue that we decided we wanted to get when we collaborated initially, nothing beats a failure but a try. 
You have to test the relationship out. You have to ask the heart to ask questions. She, um, we were having a conversation, me and Tyra, and she was talking about just her asking questions about different relationships. What do you want from me? What is it that you need from me in this relationship? How can I help you? Are you a, a forever friend? Are you a seasonal friend? Are you a, um, you know, maybe just a a one-off kind of thing. Maybe we see each other when we see each other and that's it. What exactly, what's the level of friendship? And when you ask those hard questions, it causes or prompts others to think about it. Because when you ask that of me, it makes me think, okay, well, maybe you value our friendship. You value me to a certain degree, right? So I'm going to give you the best or most honest answer that I can possibly give you. And in the, in, in return, I need to ask those same questions to you. Okay, so now your turn. <laughs> what exactly do you want from me? Where do you see this relationship going? What, how do, could we benefit one another? Because I believe in, in collaboration success and being intentional uh, with collaboration that everybody is going to feel used, right? Everybody should be used. You, you, I mean, that's this is the reality. We're all supposed to be used in this, this earth, this world that we live in. Our purpose is designed to help others. We were created to help other people we were created and designed to help each other right to multiply and prosper and so in doing that somebody's going to feel used but it's I think for me it's not necessarily being used but I guess it's feeling used you know what I'm saying like feeling like oh This person only contacts me when they want something. They never support me. They never reach out to me unless it's something for this. And I don't really feel like they have my best interest at heart sometimes. Like you have all of these thoughts and processes um, in your brain, in your mind about relationships and collaborations. But what can stop all of the double-mindedness and what can stop all of the guessing and what can stop all of the maybes and hmm is just simply communication. Communication is key to collaboration. If you want to collaborate with someone, if someone that if you're in close proximity to someone but there's no intimacy, that is grounds for destruction. And there's a famous person who wrote that. And I actually was um, looking in my notes for that. Man, I really, really want to give you guys that person's name because I want to give him some kudos because um, when I read his, when I read that particular, um, now I don't, I was going to say scripture, but no, when I read that particular quote, quote, excuse me, I thought to myself, man, that's pretty darn deep. Like, you got to get, I mean, you got to give him his props there. So, I feel like his name is Robert Bolton. There we go. He has this book called People Skills. And he talks about um, several reasons, um, you know, different people have increased uh, loneliness and, 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 uh, not really connected and intimate as far as just their lives and, and who they are is because of their lack of communication and lack of uh, people skills. And he has a quote in there that says, proximity without intimacy is inevitably destructive. 
So if you're close to someone or you're really connected to them or you're, you have this access to them and there's no intimate moments, there's, there's no um, real communication, that can go along the lines of, of being destructive. And so what I've seen in my relationships and my collaborations with different individuals is, is just that, that I have to be people smart. And that's a lesson that I am consistently learning because it was something that I just didn't give a lot of energy to until I learned that it wasn't just, it's not just something for me to be used, it's for me to be, um, you know, having that uh, mutual benefit amongst others as well. So we're quote unquote using each other, not to feel like you're the only person being used. Like that's the biggest thing for me that um, kind of, does, it doesn't feel good, right? And I don't, I don't think it feels good to anybody, right? I, I don't think anyone feels good about solely being used and not feeling like there's a mutual benefit there. So anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about is the power of collaboration. I gave you one small um, glimpse into what my yes uh, looked like when I turned my no into yes. And it was a great opportunity for me. Again, I interviewed some great people. I've done interviews in my life before. However, it was just uh, the right type of individuals. In my past, I interviewed people like Soulja Boy and T.I. and Lil Wayne. This was in my younger days when I did some freelance work for Rolling Out magazine, and it was called Rolling Out TV. And I worked under Mike Melendi, A.R. Shaw, and my boy Rick Mathis. <laughs> and it was some great times, some fun times. However, I, n- I never enjoyed any of the interviews. Never, 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 ever, ever, ever. I did not like them because even though I was like kind of like in that world at the time, I just didn't, I, 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 it, it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't my cup of tea. But when I began um, to move towards God and, and draw more, you know, closely with him, he drew, he drew closely with me and drew closer to me and my style changed. My desire changed. I didn't even desire to be in that lifestyle anymore or even interview anybody actually anymore. And when this opportunity came about, it was very, very kismet. It was very destined to happen because that's a part of definitely a part of who I am as far as just being broadcasted so to speak being able to speak on the airwaves and and ask those great questions and learn more about people and share individuals hearts with nations but it's so much better to share someone's heart that that really has that has a good heart you know like who's sharing someone's heart who 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 wants to impact a nation to do greater things for God versus just to you know make some extra money or even if they do nice things it has to be kind of like broadcast everywhere it's just the difference of of um personalities and hearts and all that stuff but I don't know why I got on that tangent but I was just kind of sharing my heart which I love doing on this podcast it's so great I told you guys this is therapy for me as much as it is for you. I've received some great feedback and I hope you like this one as much as you like the previous one. So we've done three um, 
intentional powers of success. So intentional um, powers and, and intentional success. That's what this whole podcast is about. However, we're after we do the seventh one, we're going to roll into doing interviews. And I think I'm going to actually do an interview for the sixth power because that's financial success. And I know exactly who I want on <laughs> and I know how I want it to sound and I know what the topic is going to be. However, you know how God is. He will change it up on you in a minute. They say, if you want to make God laugh, just tell him what you plan on doing and then he'll laugh at you, right? Because it's a joke. He knows what is best for you and uh, he will direct your path. So anywho, again, I appreciate you guys tuning in to me every single week. You know that you will have something new in your Apple podcast alert or your Google Play podcast alert or your Spotify podcast alert or your anchor.fm podcast alert. However you're listening right now, know that I appreciate you. I appreciate your presence. And, you know, one of the things that I did not get a chance to say about being um, connected to you guys and 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 honestly the divine connections is collaboration success but one of the things I didn't get to to share is being present the fact of the matter is there's so many times in relationships and collaborations that we're listening to speak and we're not listening with the intent of receiving hearing and making sure that we act upon whatever is being said. And so just keep that in mind in your collaborations. Don't think one-sided. Don't think that it's just your thing. Don't think that it's just something that's going to benefit you or something that's helpful for you. But think of it in multiple dimensions. Think of it in, a, in their way as well as your way so that you can be fully present in what they're saying and what the concepts it uh, concepts are. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Succeed Intentionally with Monique Davis. And I'll see you the next time.